Hello and welcome back to Quest for Context with Oliver Kennan. Today we will be discussing the methodological approach to my multi-part research series on Swedish neutrality during the Second World War. Enjoy! My methodological approach will be a narrative one, through the perspective of Perl Albin Hansen, who led the Social Democratic Party from 1929 to his death in 1946, dominating Sweden's political scene both before and after the war. I look through the world through the lens of his perspective to discover... During World War II, what were the relationships between Swedish trade concerns and its commitment to neutrality? To truly understand Swedish policy, I will look at both the public rhetoric in the forms of public speeches and private conversations in the form of closed committee transcripts. I will closely evaluate his speeches to understand the sentiment Sweden's leadership projected to both its citizens and the world. It is likely that these documents will represent a moral ideal of Swedish policy projecting themselves as a truly neutral nation that helped Sweden maintain its reputation on the world stage. In a speech in Ludvika Sverige, uh, the Swedish Prime Minister Hansen on, on the 7th of July 1940 said, among other things, the primary task is still to keep our country outside the war while preserving our freedom and independence, which is somewhat at odds with the reality of the provisional trade contracts he mentions later in the speech. Hansen's neglect of the political government inherent in trade in, in this instance is for the sake of of the Swedish public's conscience more than anything else, a public that had voted for the social democratic platform revolving around the idea of the folkhem, or the people's home in, in English. This differed from the primary sources I want to get a hold of, from the Försvarsgutotet, uh, which is the Defense Committee, and the Utrikesgutet, uh, the Foreign Affairs Committee, and the Näringsutskottet, the Industry and Trade Committees, uh, which may be more direct and practical in outlining Sweden's solutions and problems uh, during the war and may differ from the projected ideals of Swedish policy. Discrepancies between the private and public assessment of Sweden's policies are a large driving reason for the study. A discrepancy in public and private projections would mean that people view Sweden's conduct differently than it was actually carried out. I have reached out to professors in Sweden and surrounding nations who specialize in Swedish neutrality in order to gain access to to these who often to these often protected and hard to access primary sources these will ideally give me large swaths of information and speeches made by Hansen as well as private committee accounts the difficulty to access these private committee transcript style uh, primary sources indicate both the lack of literature in the area as well as potentially demonstrating the shame that the swedish government has in their official policy finding the extent of sweden's shame and its impact on available sources may be another interesting component to my study. To be able to understand my research question, I must also answer some of, some other questions. What what were Sweden's what was Sweden's perception of both the UK and Germany, specifically in the context of the Second World War? And secondly, during World War II, to what extent did trade concerns undermine the Swedish commitment to neutrality? How did this perception influence the Swedish war policy? To answer these questions, I will evaluate the language surrounding these topics to clean an understanding of Swedish leaders' points of view. To what extent did factors including economic pressure, neutrality, and conflict avoidance, interpretations of neutrality, geography, and domestic politics drive or influence Sweden's quote-unquote neutral policy? Was regional power the biggest factor in Sweden's foreign policy during the war, or did reliance on trade products drive policy? Finding the extent to which my main focus, trade, drove Swedish policy in comparison to other factors, I hope to find out how important trade truly was and its impact on Sweden's attempt to live up to its status as a neutral country. 
Being able to access documents, as well as dictating which world events cause certain policy shifts, will pose significant challenges in this methodology. If these problems can be addressed, I am confident that I will have a strong research paper.